Hello and welcome to the Rotten Bananas podcast. This is Sonia and Whitney and this is our film critiquing project where we will be critiquing films from two high schoolers perspectives. So today our first film that we are that we have watched is Her which is written, directed and produced by Spike Jones. It's a 2013 American science fiction and romantic comedy film. Uh, It stars Joaquin Phoenix, uh, who plays Theodore Twombly, who is a man that uh, develops a relationship with an artificially intelligent smart assistant, which is played by Scarlett Johansson. And it sort of explores this odd relationship that they have together. Our thoughts, our first thoughts and reactions to the film, Whitney. Um, so it was quite interesting at first because it was just this person having like a normal like nine to five job. It's just like kind of like any other movie that you see, they're like busy or whatever. But one special thing that stood out to me was that he was working at a like company that writes letters for other people mm. and they all speak it out loud. And it's just, I don't know, it's just, like, fascinating that that's, like, a thing in the future might be. Yeah, it's kind of confusing. I I was a bit confused as to how that worked, like, whether the people receiving the letters knew that they were written. Mm -hmm. um, And that book that gets made at the end, like, the collection of his best letters. It's like, imagine going into a store and picking it up and (laughs) being like, oh, wait, someone sent me that letter. Did they not write it? Um, But, yeah, the, the... the setting of the film it's in the future um but it's kind of hard to tell it is i i would consider the film kind of like not dystopian but definitely sci-fi but it's really like subtle in the way that um they present the sci-fi elements for example the the whole cinematography and the colors of the film we thought was very like Wes Anderson. Yeah, it was very a lot of like orange, yellow, mm. like warm, um, warm colors. Yeah, and Tanya also found out that they um, avoided the color blue actually to make it not a typical sci-fi color yeah. scheme. Um, for one part of the movie, like a scene, it was actually like blue and kind of dark, but that was when he lost or he broke up with. Well, where. Samantha left him, left him right. so it kind of like just changed the whole mood and that's like a technique that Wes Anderson used a lot as well. Mm. Yeah, so, but yeah. just those those subtle hints of like mm. the sci-fi elements, um, like that, like the weird card service that he works yeah. at, just just the whole like notion of the OS, artificially intelligent um, assistants, like people talking to themselves on yeah. the train on the way to work. Um, and you know, like the warm colors, everything feels very like warm and supported. Yet everyone feels very distant and like isolated. Mm-hmm. Especially uh, Theodore, the main character, he's very isolated. Um, and the relationship he has with Samantha is very one-sided. But it, but between the film, it kind of flips between who's who's feeling left right out. One. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, like, the, the roles that they play kind of switch, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. The little atten- like the little details that you have to, like, pay attention to, like, the days where he, like, kind of, like, showed 
Samantha when he was sleeping, you know, like pointed like the camera at him and like the days when he picked up his headphones and say, said like, hi, Samantha, and comparing to the days where he didn't and the days where Samantha kind of like ignored him, it was upsetting. And also we couldn't really tell where it was set. Like we both <laughs> thought it was in LA, but then yeah. at the same time it was, it was a very diverse community. Yeah. It kind of looked like a Hong Kong for a second with the um the bridge. Mm. I mean, maybe then, that's just us because yeah. we live here and, and it's kind of at some point similar. But like the train, it had like Chinese words yeah. on it and then like the direction and like the, everything was like in I, another language. Mm. I don't mind it though because it kind of contributes to the whole like ambiguity of this Mm. weird future like you can't really tell how far in the future this is set yeah because it honestly could be today and sometimes it feels like it's in the past like it's really yeah like it's quite ambiguous in that sense but i I didn't mind it at Mm. all like instead of like you know like the throwback scenes where some filmmakers put like a black and white filter on Mm. he overexposes it and makes it kind of like a Mm -hmm. like a tan-ish like overlay Mm. in a way to show that it was in the past and and yeah. the music mm. i really like the music um yeah it was very i mean all of them sort of piano pieces mm-hmm. um very like romantic and gentle quite Not everything distracting, yeah. yeah everything felt very like soft and gentle and and nothing was ever i mean again with with the colors and the filming everything was soft and nothing was like harsh or abrupt um yeah and that's reflected in the music as well. Apart from the uh, opening and closing music, which is this kind of like... Oh, like a... Like, zoom, like pulsing zoom. kind yeah, of... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, al- almost as if like the technology is kind of trying to like come to life or like reach oh, him. Oh, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Um, and adding on to the music, like the way that his apartment is, it's like a really big space. Mm. He has four chairs without a table. He sits on that couch and he plays with this like projector, like game thing with his fingers and everything yeah. is so advanced. Even if you look at his apartment, it's it's very bare and minimalist, but it's also kind of messy and, yeah, and, yeah. and mismatched with the whole, the chairs and no table. Again, like to me, it's, it's like he's isolated, like, mm-hmm. um, like the light stands and like both of like the size yeah. of his bed are not matched. He sits on a chair instead mm-hmm. of a sofa to game, and yeah. everything feels very spaced out and distant in his is in mm-hmm. his apartment. And it's it's quite a big apartment. There are massive windows yeah. to show the view, mm-hmm. um, and he just feels like he's sort of above everything, like floating above it. Yeah. Should we go into the rating of? Yeah. So we have uh, elements of film that we're going to rate from one to five in terms of how ripe or rotten the banana (laughs) is so first we have our viewing experience would you like to go first um yeah i mean i really enjoyed the film i thought it was very relaxed again very gentle sort of easy going still uh is quite like Sometimes it's quite intense, the way that it jumps into something. Yeah. Like, it still touches me, even Mm. though it's quite... um, I mean, it's just like a love story. Yeah. Like, on the surface, it's a simple love story. But actually, it tells a story of a breakup 
and mm-hmm. a new relationship at yeah. the same time. Like, even at the very end, when Samantha leaves, mm-hmm. he sends that heartfelt letter to um, uh, uh, Catherine. Yeah. Which I found kind of weird and, and full circle. Um, so, yeah, it, it felt very wholesome, quite relaxed. And it, was, and it was a nice, like, long, leisurely film that you could just sort of switch off and connect to. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's thought-provoking, but not insanely intense or anything like that yeah yeah i enjoyed it yeah for me i didn't like i went in the movie not knowing what to expect kind of like from the trailer you you know there's this like artificial intelligence thing that's kind of like happening and there's like different people appearing in his life but you don't really know who they are and then the more you watch it it's like the more you get invested in it and kind of you draw conclusions from each step because it's like the the point where they signed the divorce paper. We all, we both thought that like oh maybe like she like changed her mind or something mm. and then she ended up you know they like switched yeah, positions. Yeah. But then at the end she kind of like got like kind of like mad at him or kind of yeah. yelled at her uh, his OS like artificial intelligence thing and I wish I sort of saw more of her side of the story. Yeah. And and also in general everything was told from uh, Theodore's perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, everything was through his lens, yeah. which, you know, he's not the most, um, like, reliable narrator, yeah. right? Because he's obviously biased. And he's also very self-centered in a way. Yeah, so it's, like, hard to tell when you're on his side and when you're not. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, sometimes I'm like, huh, like, Catherine has a point. Mm, right. Or, like, he has a point of this, or, yeah. Yeah. I would rate my viewing experience... Ooh. If we say underripe is... Actually, no, because underripe and overripe are both bad. You want but a then, ripe banana. Yeah. But are we... Because oh, we're rotten. Is flawed. No, but we are rotten banana, so we want it to be over, overripe, right? Right, because we love yeah. banana bread. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would rate... I would rate my it's viewing experience hard. as very ripe. Yeah, I think, like, <laughs> ripe to very ripe. Quite ripe. Quite, quite ripe. Quite ripe, yeah. I think, I don't know, it's not a movie that I would, like... I would, not I rewatch. No, like I it's like cool, kind of. I don't know. Like yeah. And um, as I was sort of doing a bit of research, this film was sort of prefaced by a short film mm. that the director made. Uh, I think like two thousand or early two thousands. Um, which I think would be interesting to watch. That, that kind of informed some oh, of the yeah. themes of uh, her. Mm-hmm. So I yeah I, I would I wouldn't necessarily rewatch it, but I would watch the short film. Yeah. Um, we kind of covered the script and story slightly yeah. already, so about the acting, what did you think of that? Because it's like, he's like talking to an AI, so for me, I think that like, it's quite a smart way to make a movie, right? Because then it takes- Challenging. Especially the part where um, they had to recast Samantha for Scarlett Johansson. Right. That was quite hard to match every single like second with it because they've filmed it already. Yeah. So for context, they filmed all of um, you know all the all of the film Theodore's parts, and then in post production they recast Samantha mm-hmm. as Scarlett yeah. Johansson. Which I mean I don't know what their motives behind mm-hmm. that were, but it seems quite difficult yeah. to get the timing right. Yeah. Um, but also when you're filming, if you have that initial recording. You have, like, less... Like, it's, like, less hassle to film because it's only one person, right? True. Instead of, like, a whole cast. And you don't really see many films... I I mean, many parts where it needs a lot of, like, extras. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of 
the extras are just walking in the background. I think um, the acting was one reason that you become so invested in the film because the story again feels quite detached and Mm -hmm. his character is really isolating and you only really have one main character in the film that interacts with you or, or you know that we see from his perspective and so he really had to um I guess act for two people you know he had to make up mm. for the fact that he doesn't have someone to bounce off of like mm, yeah as I'm not gonna say actor but as someone who acts yeah. like uh the easiest thing is to work with a group of people and other people to bounce you know your energy off yeah, of yeah um and so and you can improvise when you have somebody with you right but here right. you can't because it's so like set it's a big undertaking to be able to provide the entertainment and like investment Mm -hmm. factor of two people from just one person Mm -hmm. one scene that i found particularly moving was when samantha not hired but brought in the Mm, girl what's her name is isabella yeah that's her name isabel isso something yeah (laughs) um when she brought her in to like (laughs) <laughs> trying trying to support their physical romantic yeah. relationship yeah and i thought that um joaquin phoenix was uh really effective at sort of portraying how uncomfortable he felt in that situation but also trying to cover it up to please mm. uh yeah. samantha it's funny that you can see him acting to pretend to be uncomfortable to pretend mm. to cover up for the fact that he's uncomfortable yeah it's kind of this like meta acting acting thing where you can see that he's pretending as the character yeah and it's also like oh yeah yeah i mean yeah. i think that's like yeah. quite hard as an actor to do and also like a really good job to scarlett johansson for being samantha because it must have been like a really hard part to play because it's just like like animation right like you like act it out but it's also very like physical like movie in a way where Mm -hmm. like she has to pretend that she's physically like with him when she's actually not and like you know like the way that he picked up how she pretended to breathe because she's a Mm. robot and she can't breathe you know like that part yeah and he's like you don't need oxygen you're not human um but like as ai she's learned to learn to breathe yeah she's like learned to employ like the yeah. Um, breath effects to like yeah. seem more attractive. And there's also like there's another part where she was like, oh, she said something, and then he was like, how do you know how to do that? And then or how do you know how to say that? And then she was like, oh, I must have picked it up from you. Mm. Yeah. And it was kind of like at some points I'm like, is there a real person behind this? Because maybe it, the whole thing is like a loophole and like it's like. <laughs> Trying to steal information, maybe. Oh, yeah. One of the most tragic parts was when Samantha had to admit to Theodore that, you know, she's... Oh, uh, she's talking to multiple people. She talks to multiple people. um, Yeah. Multiple OSs and thousands of people. Right, right. And, like, in that moment, she was having a conversation with 600 600 other people. Um, And that was just, like, oh, hot heartbreaking and it's also kind of weird that it's heartbreaking because how have i developed empathy yeah. for something that's not real but i feel like yeah like yeah. for for me i thought like all along that she would be multitasking and, and talking to other people but then really? at the same time yeah i didn't 
But at the same time, I was like, how can she be so, like, just there for him if she has to do that for everyone? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, throughout the whole thing, I'm flipping between uh, am I on her side or not? Like, do I like her or not? Yeah. Is she... Oh, God. Is something non-human worthy of empathy? And, and okay, here's... But then she's, she's so not human that she's so human because of her voice. <laughs> oh, no. mm-hmm. You get what you... Yeah. I mean, a massive question that I think was raised in the film was basically what are feelings and how can you determine what are real feelings and what aren't real feelings Mm. and what kind of feelings are valid? I feel like they both, like their feelings on both sides are valid. And it's so weird how Samantha built up feelings. Yeah. Like, shouldn't she have no feelings at all? But then at the same Mm. time, they're sold to have a kind of soul you know, mm-hmm. for people to communicate because you see on the, the MTR and, or the train and when people are going to work, you see them talking to them. So I think they're more there as a buddy than what they might have been. Oh, wait, at the start when he set them up, like when he set the artificial intelligence up there, they kind of like interrupted him and said, yeah, that's it. So that's because they yeah. become that intelligent so quickly. Yeah. So then they're like, so then I thought it was just a machine for, to help him like organize his desktop to organize his emails, but throughout time, it, like their relationship built up and it's kind of like a, from like a friendship to like a relationship. Mm. It was quite like, special and strange at the same time. Um, and there was a part, uh sort of in the middle of their relationship when she was sort of expressing her need to be more independent, which I find quite ironic because she's... I mean, everything's sort of weird because she's not human. And she said, you know, I, I've I've moved to a new, like, stage in my life. I, I can re- I'm, like, really in tune with myself and I can trust my emotions. And it was sort of, you know, reflecting the fact that he can't trust his emotions or, like, himself, really. Um, again, that whole idea of, like, these characters flipping roles, um, and it's present in, in a lot of different characters' relations, like, between, between Theodore and Amy, um, you know, when Amy's life was going great, Mm -hmm. uh, Theodore's wasn't, and they kept flipping, like, back and forth with the different relationships. Yeah. Like, especially when Amy then got an OS and started talking and, like, developing Mm -hmm. a relationship, Theodore, like, knew what was coming. Mm -hmm. It's, like, this weird foreshadowing that Amy's character has on Theodore's life, like, reflects what Theodore went through in the past. And we both thought that Theodore might, like, have, like, feelings, like, might build up feelings for Amy. we hoped he would. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, at the end, like, she, like, tabbed his, like head when oh yeah like he was talking like I mean, when he was looking at like her yeah and honestly that lost. would be best for everyone <laughs> yeah probably um, to have a relationship with a real with human, a human right and not have like a middle person like isabel mm. but they both lost their os's mm-hmm. you know because the whole system just got shut down which they didn't really explain why right no i don't know if it's it's a sort of thing of like it was always meant to fail like, it would never work. Not the technology, but in terms of human relationship, it, it just, yeah. it's, it's like, you know, it's a tragedy. Yeah. It wouldn't, it was bound to not work. 
I would assume that it might be something with, like, the government and safety of people. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That might be one of the reasons, but... And, like, privacy. Yeah. Like, oh, God, when... You know, I mean, even just at the base level of, of what the OS is literally meant to do is you read through your emails and send emails yeah. to you. Even that, I mean... I wouldn't like someone go through yeah. my emails. And it's just like, it reads it out loud for you. It's like, oh, do I have any yeah. notifications? And then they like read it out. And then you're like, okay, mm. wait, I don't want to hear this right now. And also the fact that you have to speak out loud to your OS is weird. Is weird mm. A in public, but actually I find that it's weirder in private because when like Theodore was having a relationship with his OS, like a romantic relationship, mm-hmm. he would have to... St- like say everything say his feelings out loud even if he's in the privacy of his own home like i think that's even weirder and and you know even more vulnerable for his character yeah to say that out loud um but then at the same time other people are doing the same thing yeah they might not have a relationship with their os but they're still speaking it out loud and it kind of made it seem normal in a way because Mm -hmm. It's how their society works, and it's how everyone works. Yeah, there are sort of weird things like that that you had to get used to in the film Mm. that were just part of that, like, everyday, um, you know, lifestyle in that sci-fi society. It's like they wake up, and then they all put on their headphones, and then to kind of, like, talk to their... You sort of get used to it halfway through, but, I mean, thinking about it now, it's just... Oh, it's so weird. But then again, like... If you look at society right now, I would consider this sci-fi and dystopian. I mean, think of what people 10, 15, 50 years ago think of our lifestyle now. I mean, we're talking into a phone. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's incredible. But I mean, and also I bet that during this podcast, you've received many different emails, notifications and everything, right? I mean, look, we're not that far away from this. We have Alexa. We have Google... I don't know what Google's name is, but... Um, Google Home or just yeah. Google, you know. Uh, Siri, you know? Yeah. And, and the, like, voice automation is, is getting better and mm-hmm. better. And, you know, you have... Um, what are those, like, video mimicking things? Deep fakes. Is it, like, the ones where, like, they can It's see like make, you, making you fake videos of, like... Oh. Like, you could make a fake video of a celebrity, like, saying something they didn't say. Oh. Or, like, you know. Yeah. And also, I read um, this book called Feed a long time ago, and it was kind of similar to this idea, but for that one, it's, like, they have computers in their heads. So it's even more advanced in this, because this one, you kind of mm-hmm. have to carry it around. And also, she comes, like, her, like, whole, like, package comes <laughs> with, like, the headphones, right? But also this little booklet. Yeah. Notebook kind of mm-hmm. like a really small one, even smaller than their phones. It's like a like flip on. phone. Yeah. yeah. And it, like you put it in your pocket. With a camera. He puts it, yeah. It's a camera and, you know, she tells him what to do, you know, kind of like mm-hmm. turn around this way, that way. You know, so that was kind of. Yeah, I mean, like, she can be controlling even if she's yeah AI. Like maybe you can think that she's coming out of like a good intention. Oh, like turn left or turn right but it could also be like oh what if he's like uh, or what if it is like you know what's also interesting about the character of the ai is that everyone's individual os's uh they develop and evolve based on your character Mm. personality yeah which is kind of interesting because i mean you would think like oh you're gonna build 
from scratch your like your personal soulmate if yeah. if that's what it's intended mm. intended for but then again maybe that's you know that's again why it's bound to fail is because you you could not be in a relationship with someone that like yourself because yeah. like yeah like i don't think they made it to create a relationship no. i don't think it was made no. to make people rely on it so much but people have started mm. to take advantage of that mm-hmm. like you know effect of it and did he say that there's like many people who have like relationships with their ais right that's just quite like strange and odd to me i don't know yeah so yeah should we rate the acting oh yes we should. <laughs> i mean we've got we've covered a lot of things but should we rate yeah. the acting um, overripe overripe is it rotten Quite I'll go with overripe. Rotten, yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, I couldn't really think of how it could be much better. I. Yeah. I mean, the main character they adore, his acting was pretty. I feel amazing. like. Yeah, I feel like if we've seen movies similar to this, then we can compare it. But it's not like a comedy where it can compare. Yeah, I mean, I. Uh, yeah. With, like, yeah. it only explored some. Um. Like, it, it didn't go through the whole range of human emotion. Yeah. You know, we we saw heartbreak, we saw love, but it... I don't think it was that ex- extreme. No. It was like yeah. the acting was, like, good for this movie. Mm. You know, like, the actors expressed what they were kind of supposed to express. Like, mm-hmm. the story got told, the message got told. Yeah. Um, cinematography. Cinematography. It was amazing. I loved the colors. Well, okay, yeah. wait. Yeah, it's we not talk- really the colors, but... <laughs> No, yeah, but... um. Yeah, like the way that it was shot. Yeah, yeah I've touched on this. The sort of Wes Anderson-type filming, yeah. the whole colour correction of the film. Mm. They didn't use, like, you know, like, action movies, like, Marvel type of shots, but no, no. they used very simple shots that, like, worked well with the film. And a lot of shots, um, like, yeah, a lot of shots that kept repeating to mm. show, A, the passage of time, yeah. but B, what has changed... Mm-hmm. within that time yeah. so i mean the close a few of the them table, yeah a few of them were like yeah. him going to bed and talking mm-hmm. to samantha um in the lift in the morning going yeah, to work lift, yeah. um his yeah. like, office so those yeah, yeah yeah so those are sort all the same settings and the same shots mm-hmm. and they compare what's changed from the last time we saw that shot yeah um and also there's a lot of um sort of symbolic shots like one of my favorite mm-hmm. ones was he was sitting i think just either like on the curb or like on a bus stop or something and there was like a visual behind him of a big eagle mm-hmm. uh, do you remember yeah, that? yeah yeah like yeah. a big eagle um or no a video yeah like a yeah like a video that, yeah big eagle, like yeah, yeah. preying on something and like taking it by its claws but um it was positioned in the way that theodore was like the prey of the eagle at that point in his life we can sort of deduce that the eagle is samantha and it's kind of symbolic of their relationship mm. and there are a few shots like that which yeah. I, were apt and i enjoyed mm-hmm. would rate it a an overripe as well for me i feel like it was it matched what it was supposed to tell like it yeah i mean i would say very ripe i mean i don't think it was incredible like it it was suitable for yeah. the yeah the type of but maybe we would we would have wanted some like you know like overlays like you know like mm. you know what I mean like in like sci fi movies or like in like Marvel movies you see or like any movie with like futuristic you can see some kind of like we can see what they're seeing 
like at the start you thought it was like he was seeing it through his glasses but he was actually hearing it yeah you know what i mean like uh yeah like a transparent like overlay of mm, i feel like there something. are some things that are kind of unclear about like how this modern society worked yeah that maybe could have been cleared up in either like the cinematography or the direction mm. like especially with the direction which actually we'll move to yeah um with the whole like Theodore's perspective being basically our only mm-hmm. outlet for the whole film, yeah, I get that that's the intention, but it was a bit confusing at times to understand what was happening, mm-hmm. and also a bit boresome's the wrong word, but kind of you start to understand the character and you and you wanna, yeah. and I feel like I didn't know the other characters as well as I knew Theodore, mm. and I felt like I wasn't getting the same amount of exposure to the yeah. other characters it was mainly him yeah like there was like a lot of like questions that popped up it was like why is this like this or why is that like that or mm-hmm. something like you know they briefly explained his relationship with his ex-wife but wasn't too much for the longest time i thought she died like oh, seriously yeah. like half an hour and i'm still thinking that she yeah. died i didn't know she was oh. alive yeah, yeah it just wasn't too clear because of like the re- mm-hmm. like we but- know that it's like they don't like agree with each other or you know it kind of yeah i mean some of it for like practicality would have been nice to be cleared up Mm -hmm. but i do like again that some of it's ambiguous because i like when films let me sort of Mm -hmm. be the detective or ask me questions so so that you feel like you're actually engaging with what you're watching um, we got more of a response for Amy's breakup with his boyfriend than <laughs> them, right? I feel yeah. like, I don't know. Direction may be like a, a very ripe, like a ripe-ish. Ripe to very ripe. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like direction is kind of a subjective thing to the director, I feel like. Yeah. You know, like you could you could interview them and they'd just be like, eh, well, that was my intention. Agree with them yeah, or disagree with them. we don't know their intention. I'm going to change it. Yeah. 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 I mean, film in general, you, you can't say yeah. it's right or wrong, yeah. it's subjective. Yeah. This is which what is, we think, you know. You know, which is why we love it. Yeah. <laughs> which means we can be right <laughs> about it. <laughs> um, For the editing, there wasn't really much special about it. As we said, no. there could have been some special effects. I mean... Or maybe... It didn't really require it. No. You know, like, it's sort of a... Yeah. It felt very simplistic and... Mm-hmm wholesome with the music and the colors yeah. and editing um i mean i think it was sort of suitable for yeah. the purpose i think maybe i was just thinking too much of like blue and sci-fi and like, you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean but I, I, they said yeah. that they didn't want blue right so. i don't think every film has to follow a certain yeah like, I, I don't think every film has yeah. to like have incredible like really captivating editing direction mm-hmm. and, and all these elements you know it's like yeah pick and choose what yeah. works for the film i mean yeah editing i would say right. is ripe yeah standard did the job yeah like yeah, yeah. suitable yeah the music music we've talked yeah, about good. Um, yeah i would rate it like a ripe to a very ripe like suitable again yeah i would suitable. rate it very ripe yeah. or even over ripe. like i, I, think I just you really like that i like really yeah i think it's kind of um when you're in the moment watching it, it's hard to recognize because mm. music. I mean, I wouldn't even call it that. Like sound in a film, yeah. um, 
if it's doing the job well, you shouldn't be able to notice it, mm, right? Because yeah. it should just support yeah, it's a supporting part. the story and, and, you know, the themes mm-hmm. and whatever feeling is at that moment in the film. Um, and I thought it mm-hmm. did that. I, and, you know, the, the continuity, it, it was all piano, like, nice. Yeah, like a s- same Yeah. It changed a little slightly, but, like, you know, it wasn't too dramatic or overpowering. It really supported, like, yeah. whatever emotion was at that point in the yeah. film yeah do have you rated that yeah i rated oh, okay, it yeah. like I very ripe to overripe yeah yeah production, production design like, i loved it it was so yeah. like mysterious as well with the setting i don't know like i feel like mm-hmm. and the way that his apartment was designed was very mm-hmm. detailed and mm-hmm. careful and matched his the office Mm, the like office, office. Yeah. yeah like when we like first like saw the office we we're like the colors the colors we love it, we love it. yeah it was, and then it was like very good so i'd say overripe yeah i mean quite rotten it was just like the interior design of the office was just funky it was colorful you would think that that space is very like inviting and like all Mm -hmm. your co-workers are best mates but then you have theodore and he's there like he's there writing these incredible love letters yet he's so alone Mm. and isolated from everyone it's kind of juxtaposing but um the only person that you see him interacting was his like is this his boss like chris pratt um uh, him but also the other guy oh no same guy same guy guy at the desk yeah yeah i yeah i think he's just a co-worker linking those colors to what have you rated i would rate very ripe yeah very ripe and that links to the costume as well because the things that he wore match the colors that scene where i can't think of anything that he wore that wasn't a red, red shirt <laughs> red orange or white right those three mm-hmm. and they all match like he wouldn't be wearing a white shirt when his environments were red mm. he would always be wearing a red shirt mm-hmm. when like and his water bottle would be red his like his ai would be red his exterior of how he presents himself in his clothes and you know all of that mm-hmm. seems very like coordinated and put together mm-hmm but you know, on the, the inside, inside, his thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much. Quite messy. Um, yeah. But yeah, that that felt very like intentionally, very specific and coordinated mm. to be like that and these specific mm. colors and yeah. That would be a overripe, very ripe, overripe. Oh really? For me. What about you? I mean, actually, I don't know. I was just gonna put ripe, but I feel like it I wasn't too special. But it also matched. With theme i feel like you only notice costume if it's like something extremely extraordinary you know like some fancy costume drama or like some really cool action thing yeah with a lot of these elements you have to link it back to their intention right how it matches the whole movie and And how it it, like in context because if you look at it you know they're just normal everyday clothes yeah but if you kind of look behind it yeah, yeah i mean okay i'll go with very right yeah yeah i liked it it's like a lot of them it's kind of like it was suitable for the movie. Like, cinematography was suitable for yeah. this movie. Supporting yeah. the intentions in the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, our overall thoughts of the film. I think we, like, we, <laughs> covered, just, we covered everything. Yeah. I mean, as the first movie that we reviewed, I think there were plenty for us to talk about. Definitely. You know? Yeah. I think we covered really... everything, yeah. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed the film. It was it was a nice sort of holistic. I was gonna say family film. I don't know Not, if I'd watch this with my family. No. Well, maybe who knows? But um, it's, 
quite weird. I don't know. Like, you didn't need a lot of knowledge in anything to watch this, no. which is good. It's very relatable because at its core, I think this film is just about emotions mm-hmm. and like human connection. Yeah, and we've all like, and with like the whole pandemic going on, like, oh god, you oh definitely god. see this whole thing, and like you know maybe the mailing thing is like eliminating real post you know like yeah. real like letters and things and you know yeah no. i thought it was very wholesome i really i really liked how um it all sort of came full circle at the end and i thought the mm. structuring and the pacing of the film was quite good and consistent as well mm. um like i w- i was always engaged and at the mm. end it felt very rounded off and yeah. like it had come to an end like i i hate when films leave you just yeah. sort of feeling like really um mm. weird at the end like there's no closure like it was a nice sort of like i um as much as it was confusing when samantha left i think it was really good closure in terms yeah. of the structure of the film like i thought it was about to end before they announced that she was like gonna leave the system mm. but yeah it was a good ending it was quite like it was like an odd like just goodbye kind of I wouldn't know how else it would end like she would come to life literally I kept thinking right I was like is she gonna yeah like find a body because she's not like a you know how Siri is kind of robotic right she's not so that's why we like thought that she might come to life and that there might actually be a person behind I mean what I thought was that I mean I don't know how they show this in the film but uh, when Samantha was kind of uh, like evolving herself and being a bit distant with mm. Theodore, she was like, "I've really come into my own. Like I'm, I'm developing faster than I ever have. Like I've got yeah. to this." Oh, she was talking about um, his letters and the space between the words, and she's living in this weird infinite space mm. where like the physical world can't like can't even compare and you know it was really kind of i don't know philosophical Mm. in a way (laughs) when she was talking about all that i thought she was talking she said at the end i'll see you when you get here if you ever do and i thought she was talking about death like like, when he dies and i was like i don't like where yeah like that's what i thought she meant i i didn't know where to go for that because i'm like where is she going right yeah she She rounded off off. yeah what would we we rate the whole movie yeah whole movie on a level from underripe banana to overripe banana i think it was like ripe as very ripe (laughs) very ripe i feel like we kind of like rated we didn't go into underripe or like no we didn't barely ripe I mean, like, a lot of them I rated, like, very ripe or overripe, but I feel like the whole movie generally, like, was, like, ripe to overripe. It was kind of... Not rotten, but ripe. Not rotten. No. Ripe. For me, ripe (laughs) or overripe. Yeah. I would would place it at overripe. I liked it because the themes were very universal, but the Mm. way that they decided to frame those themes like the whole ai thing yeah i haven't seen that done before in that way mm, yeah. like the relationship yeah, yeah so that was uh quite unique i thought mm, definitely yeah. so yeah i would, yeah. I would say sort of very mm-hmm. ripe yeah so if you guys have any suggestions of any movies that you want us to review next please feel feel free to tell us and we will come back to you in the coming weeks. In the coming weeks <laughs> with another episode. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this. Do you have any last words, Sonia? Watch some films. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
Bye. Goodbye from us. <laughs>